0: strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God.
1: Good evening to you, bless the Lord, and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley.
2: And my name is June. Hi, everyone.
1: If you've been with us this week, you know we're talking about Psalm 19, going through the Psalm verse by verse. And we pointed out before we started that we see this is based, the whole psalm is about the glory of God. And in verses 1 to 6, we see that the glory of God is seen in his creation. In verses 7 to 11, we see the glory of God in his word. And in the final three verses, we see how the glory of God can be revealed through our lives. Because it says in Isaiah chapter 43, verse 7, that we have been created for the glory of God. So I pray that you would uh, go to our website, shelleyandjunevolk.com, and see, listen to the previous programs, because I think it will bless you. Today, we are looking at verse 8 in Psalm 19. I'm reading from the New American Standard. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is sure, enlightening the eyes. Again, these are powerful words. We know that uh, your version might say statutes instead of precepts, but it's one Hebrew word. And in Hebrew, that word means a mandate. In other words, A precept or statute is a divine principle. It's not just some casual thing. But we need to live by the precepts and the statutes of the Lord because they're right. And that will cause a rejoicing in the heart. And then it says the commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes.
2: Mandate is very powerful, Shelley. It really is. By any chance, do you know the definition of mandate?
1: A mandate, I put it this way, I think it's... It it, it has a connotation of being stronger than law. It's a mandate. It's you better, (laughs) you better. God's not saying you better, but God is mandating us to live by his precepts because they're right. And that's what is that? That's being righteous. All right. But there's a comparable verse in Psalm 119, verse 16, I delight myself in thy statutes. Again, we need to see the words used in Psalm 19, like law, testimony, statutes, commandments, all refer to the word of God. The law of God is holy. We read in Proverbs 6, verse 23, for the commandment is a lamp and the teaching is light. And this again is so similar to Psalm 119, verse 105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path. In other words, everything we need in life, Junie, is coming through the word of God.
2: And you know, Shelley, as a child, if you know that your father loves you and your mother loves you and gives you instruction for school or gives you instruction to make your bed or keep your body clean or keep your clothes folded. It's always for your own good. It's for a future and a hope. And I think it's important that we come to know the Lord and be in relationship with him because we will discover how much he loves us, Shelley. Yes. And his instruction, his commandments, his statutes, his mandates comes from his love for us, for our eternal good, to change us, to uh, restore us, to revive us, to redeem us, to Yasha, to save us, because he's our savior. And I think it's important, Shelley, because so many times we think of commandments or statutes as legalism versus seeing in relationship with someone when someone instructs us, it's really for our own good.
1: It's so true, Junie, really. And, you know, we're living in in an age where I just read recently that uh, they uh, surveyed uh, university students, and for the most part, way more than 50% of the students say there is no absolute truth. Everything has become relative. But let me say this clearly. The Word of God is an absolute truth, and it should be the standard that people live by, because everything else does not matter. And it will cause us to walk in the light of the Lord. And that's powerful, June. And that's needed in the believers' lives today.
2: And in order to really believe that, Shelley, you have to come to know the Lord, know that he exists, and believe that he is. And when you do, when you're born again, Everything shifts.
1: Yes, Lord. And
2: he gives us understanding through his spirit because his spirit is light and truth and eternal and absolute. Whether we believe it or not, he doesn't change. And he is who he says he is, whether we believe it or not. That's right. He remains the same yesterday, today, and forever.
1: So we see a progression in, in these verses, June. The teaching or the instruction of the Lord is perfect, which in turn causes our soul to be restored. We then become wise through his sure testimony, and our hearts rejoice through his precepts and through the commandments of the Lord we become enlightened. So can we ever, ever doubt the importance of the word of God? And I know when we're we're going through a hard time, we're so quick to seek outside counsel, which there's nothing wrong. But I want to suggest to you that perhaps you need first to turn to the word of God. The word of God is our standard. It's the basis of our life. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God.
2: And to pray when you read God's word for the Lord to enlighten you and instruct you through his word because his spirit and his life is alive and he can instruct you and your faith will grow, your eyes will be opened, Even in a world of darkness, he can shed his light into your heart.
1: Hallelujah. Verse 9, the fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true. They are righteous altogether. Wow, the fear or reverence of the Lord, June, is clean and results... From how we view the word of God, when we allow his law, his precepts, his commandments, his testimonies to work in our lives, we will have great reverence for the Lord and his word. The judgments of the Lord are his decisions, which, of course, are righteous and true.
2: And we should desire to know that, which is the following verses in it, Shelley.
1: Yes, More to be
2: desired
1: Desired.
2: than gold.
1: So when we look back at these verses, which reveals that the word of God is perfect, it's sure, it's right, it's pure, it's clean, and it's true. It results in bringing life to us. Our souls are restored. We get wisdom. The simple are made wise. Our eyes are enlightened, and we are filled with joy. Our hearts rejoice. That's why David says, in verse 10, that the word of the Lord is more desirable than much fine gold and sweeter than honey and the drippings of the honeycomb. Look, Junie, what can we say? Well, one Psalm 119, verse 72. The law of thy mouth is better to me than thousands of gold and silver pieces. Verse 119, 103. How sweet are thy words to my taste. Yes, sweeter than honey to my mouth. We read in Jeremiah chapter 15, verse 16. Thy words were found and I ate them. And thy words became to me a joy and
2: the delight of my heart. And that is so big, Shelley. When God speaks to us, is it a joy to us and the delight of our heart? Because sometimes if not all the time, our soul and flesh oppose God's word because we're fallen beings. But when God's word actually becomes a delight to us and a joy to us, something has changed and something has transformed us and brought his light into our darkness
1: yes let's finish with verse 11 juni and we're going to continue this psalm and the whole issue of the glory of god next week verse 11 in psalm 19 moreover by them meaning the word thy servant is warned in keeping them there is great reward this is powerful. Moreover, by them, thy servant is warned. In keeping them, there is great reward. I think, Junie, for perhaps for some people out there, they look upon the word of God, the, the precepts, the concepts, as legalism, but it's not legalism. The word of God really is a protective wall around us, not a legal restraint. It gives us protection and they, we need to walk in that protection every day as long as we have breath.
2: And it also expands our boundaries, Shelley. Yes. Because the Lord can't be contained.
1: Yes, yes. And so
2: we're actually set free by obeying God and his word.
1: Really. So we, we covered like uh, two of the aspects of the glory of God, and we're going to continue next week. And so we want to pray now by identifying ourselves with our people, with our Jewish kinsmen.
2: Because it is Friday. Right. And the Sabbath will begin.
1: Right. And if you know the Shema, which is the heartbeat of our Jewish people, please say it along with us. Shema Yisrael, Adonai Eloheinu,
2: Adonai Echad, hear, O Israel, the Lord. Our, our God, God the Lord, Lord, is one.
1: Lord, we say thank you. Thank, thank you, from you, the Lord. depths of our heart for your word, for your living word. You are the living word, and the Bible presents a living word for each one of us. I pray, Lord, that we would live and demonstrate your glory by obedience to your word.
2: And let your light shine oh, through yes, us Lord. that yes, we might Lord. glorify you in Yeshua's holy name.